It's Divas That Care Radio, stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the podcast. And just thank you so much. I'm so very thankful and grateful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a really amazing show today. As I have with me my monthly returning diva, Deb Matlock, and her and I are going to chat about spiritual companionship. Oh my, are you guys in for an amazing show. Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. Hello everybody. I am Deb Matlock coming to you from Colorado in the United States. And I am so thrilled to be here. I run a small business called Wild Rhythms where I offer professional trainings for nature connection practitioners and also deep immersion sacred nature connection retreats for folks to to sink into their wild rhythms and to their connection with the wild world around them. And so um, this topic of spiritual companionship just really lines up so well with, with everything that's in my heart and in the work that I do. Oh, oh, how beautiful. And as you said, you do retreats also. I have seen you have a very special upcoming retreat happening in September. And before we start chatting would you like to just share with the listeners just a little bit about that spiritual that retreat that you have coming up in September? Oh, absolutely. I would love to. Thank you for that opportunity. Yeah, in the middle of September, September 15th through 17th in Colorado, in the Rocky Mountains, I'm offering a retreat called Wild Land, Wild Soul. And this is a very small, intimate retreat um, at a beautiful site. It's 19 acres in the heart of the Rocky Mountains and For this retreat, we will be focusing on reconnecting to our wild selves, deep engagement with the wild world around us, the more-than-human world. We'll be exploring communication and connection with the wild beings, the the rivers, the mountains, the trees, the birds. And there will be a lot of opportunity for folks to really sort of sink into who are they as wild beings and, and what parts of that can they carry out of this retreat and weave into their lives afterwards. So I'm really looking forward to it. And fall in the Rockies here in Colorado is just such a stunning time. So um, I I'm, I'm just would welcome any of your listeners who are interested. I'd be happy to chat further about that. Oh, oh, Deb. That, I mean, while you were talking about that, it just gave me the chills because I, that is just, I can just feel how heartwarming and how spiritual that will be to be up in the Rocky Mountains and just connecting with the wild land and the wild soul and just everything about it. Oh, my goodness. That just sounds amazing. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, it, too. Even though I'm the one leading it, I still can't wait to be there myself. <laughs> oh, I can believe that. Oh, how awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing about your upcoming retreat because that sounds fantastic. Well, 
with that, that all kind of goes in with what we're talking about today on spiritual companionships. How how would you like to open this up to our listeners today as we chat about this topic? You know, I'm so excited when you suggested this topic because so often when people talk about spiritual companionship, they're talking about human-to-human companionship, which, of course, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the, mm-hmm. sort of the traditional idea of what a spiritual companion is is somebody who who helps to walk with you on your path or, or helps to guide you on your path or, you know, offer offer support and accountability on that, that spiritual path. You know, a, a human spiritual companion might do things like listen to you sharing stories about something that you've experienced and then ask questions to help deepen that experience and help help land it more in your sense of um, spirituality and, and however that looks for people. So spiritual companions in the human realm exist in all, you know, they, they, they could be clergy members from churches. They can be, you know, people that are not related to any religion but are connected to um, certain groups or organizations with spiritual focus. It can be individuals. And it's a really beautiful body of work. And and I also think that the idea of a spiritual companion can ex- beyond the human realm and move into our connection with the wild world and to the animals in our lives, whether they're wild or domestic, you know. Um, and so the, the idea of having some somebody or some being walking with us on our spiritual path to me feels like one of those deep universal ideas that, I mean, dare I say, may have been going on since the beginning of humanity in some form, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh... I so agree with you. It's not just limited to human to human. Um, it can be the animals. It can be the birds. I thought this morning, oh, my goodness, I feel I have a spiritual companion in the birds that are out here singing today because they're just they're bringing angel music to me. And I just I love that. And I mean a spiritual connection to the trees, to the land, to the grass, to the clouds in the sky. I mean, I can I just see it opening such a whole wide open space of where you can have a spiritual journey with so much more than just a human to human spiritual journey. Oh, I definitely agree, you know, and I think um, you know, sometimes the experiences we have with with the natural world you know, if we're working with another human, sometimes if that person is is focused on that as well, you know, that can sometimes help us deepen it or ask questions or look at it differently. But I also think it can exist without that too. You know, that, I mean, some of the, the deepest lessons I can think of that I have kind of encountered in my own journey um, have come sometimes when I've been by myself out in the wild world and you know, and I didn't have the opportunity to process those with anybody. Not that that wouldn't be a bad, you know, that, that could be a very good thing. I'm not at all saying not, you know. In fact, that's some of the work I do with people is help them process this sort of thing. But I've had times where, you know, I remember I was probably in my late teens and I was backpacking in the Rocky Mountains and or hiking, I should say, and I just came to this river and this waterfall and this mountain in front of me and it was just everything was so vast and everything was so magnificent. And at the bottom of this, I felt I felt so small. And instead of it being, it wasn't negative though. It was small in a way that was like um, freeing, and and it, it blew open my awareness of the fact that, you know, as a human, 
you know, I, yeah, we can all have a lot of impact and also we can be very insignificant and there's a beautiful balance in there. And from that moment on, I, I just felt changed in my soul, you know, like humbled in, in understanding my place in existence and, and also um, inspired to work towards preserving and, 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 you know, supporting places like that. And all that happened just as I walked around, the uh, you know, the bend on a hike and then this amazing spiritual moment that I, I still remember so vividly decades later. You know, so to me, that, that, that day, that place was my spiritual companion. You know, it moved me forward on my journey in a way that I, I probably wouldn't have been able to go um, as easily without that experience. Oh, oh yes. That, that is so beautiful because it had such an impact on your life because you're, you're sharing about it. You're sharing about it to me. I feel like it just happened yesterday to you, the way you're sharing about it, and yet it was years and years ago. So the impact that that moment had where you you made that connection, you had that spiritual connection, and that is that is so beautiful because it is it is breathtaking, and for me, it changes your life when you start to take those moments and just embrace those spiritual moments that you have like that out in nature and how how you are talking, how it it's changed so much in your life and the journey you've been on since then. And, oh, wow, that's incredible, Deb. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, that's when I think of spiritual companionship, I think I think of that just as much as, you know, I, sitting and talking with a, a, somebody who is, supporting and mentoring me and and you know and and I work with people like that for myself you know and also with people as clients you know it's I think it's an important engagement and whether it's formal or informal is is not as relevant either you know I mean some of the 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 most impressive and and profound conversations I've had in those realms with people have been informal not somebody that I necessarily hired you know um but also that that's that's a piece of it too, but I think that the world around us and the animals we live with, you know, if we open our minds to the idea of, of saying, you know, we're on this journey together, we're companioning each other in a way. And and mm-hmm. every being, every every place, every every person, every experience can be a, a spiritual teacher if we allow it, if we open ourselves to that. Oh yes. And I feel just like what you said, every everything can be a spiritual journey if you just open your heart to it. I mean, be it a human that you're you're just maybe just chatting with or maybe it's a mentor or someone like like in your profession of helping people connect to the wildness of nature and to the beauty that's all around them. Or it can just be yesterday I was just out at our creek and just standing barefoot in the sand and there was this beautiful bird that just just stood there or was there he flew in the trees and then he got down by the creek and he just was right there with me the whole time and it was like oh my what a beautiful connection and he it was so interesting because he says you humans worry too much and I'm like oh my isn't that the (laughs) truth we're we're always thinking about different things and worrying about this or that and it's just like live in that present moment with them and enjoy that spiritual journey that they're giving you. And it's 
it was just an incredible moment for me, even just yesterday morning out there at the creek, and it was so beautiful, the green and the water just kind of trickling along, and the bird just flying in the tree and down there, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is this is what it's all about. You, To me, you connect heart to heart with that nature, with the wildness that's inside of you. You let You let that flow out to the nature and the wildness around you. Oh, gosh, you just gave me chills when you said that. Yeah, that connecting heart to heart and, and letting that, you know, so it's like a wild interchange in a way. As you were describing that, I was sort of seeing it's just like, it's like, you know, breathe out, breathe in, you know, and, and we need each other to, to be able to really be in those places, you know, and I, I think that that's where um, so much beautiful connection and so much of the ability to see the similarities that we have with other beings come with this idea of, of this deep spiritual connection and, and letting the, letting ourselves say, yeah, we're we're all companioning each other. You know, that bird is companioning you. And for that brief moment that you were there, you were companioning the bird in the creek. And, you know, it's, it's like, I, I don't know what experience all these beings have of us. Sometimes it's negative depending on our behaviors. Sometimes I think there's these beautiful experiences. But but it, it seems impossible to me that there isn't this mutual awareness and a mutual understanding you know, and there's oh. lots of, of animals that love to get, you know, they get curious about what we're doing. I mean, I many years ago I had a car um, uh, car trouble up in the mountains, and I, I, I got kind of stuck in this mud spot, and I had to kind of dig out my car. And this little mm-hmm. fox came over this little knoll and sat there for the three hours it took me and, and the, the person I was with to, to dig the car out. The fox watched the whole time. You know, we were we were not doing anything to scare that fox. That fox showed up and was like, ooh, this is going to be fun. Let's watch these humans try to figure this out. You know, but in that moment, we were all together. You know, we were there. The mm-hmm. fox was there. The fox could have run off at any given moment, you know, and, and literally just watched us. And it, it kind of made the whole thing was, was a little stressful, but, but having that little fox with the curious face and all of that just took the edge off. And there we were all together at this moment in time. You know, and I almost felt sad when we finally got the car out because I was like, well, I'm probably never going to see you again, but thank you for hanging out with us for this evening. <laughs> you know, it's sort of, um, it was just really precious. Mm-hmm. And and I think that in my mind is a piece of spiritual companionship for sure. Oh, oh, I definitely do. Oh, my, that is, that is just beautiful because he was, to me, he was there giving you support. He He could feel that you were in trouble. And, yeah, he was probably thinking, oh, these silly humans, look what they do. <laughs> but he was there to support you through getting getting your car unstuck and being able to go on your journey. And he just stayed there and watched. And that, to me, is what is so beautiful. That was the bird yesterday. The bird stayed there the whole time. He never left till I left. And I'm like, he was there just to make that connection and I, sometimes I feel they come into our lives to see if we will connect with them, like they are reaching out to connect with us in a spiritual way. Is how I look at it, look at it. That's interesting. Yeah, you know, because that's a, that's a good point. You know, there's been a lot of times where um, I, I think interesting behaviors from wild animals are notable to me. You know, like I'm. I tend to not be somebody, you know, I live around coyotes and I love them and I stop and I pause when I see them, 
you know, but every time I see a coyote, I, I don't assume it's a message for me because they live here too and they're doing their own thing. And But when it's something slightly different, like if the coyote stops and turns and we look at each other and we have this yeah. moment and, you know, those are the moments that, like you said, it's it's like, what? What are we, why are we having this, this deeper moment right now? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we offering to each other? And that, I think, is the beautiful question. Not just what does this mean to me, but what are we offering to each other? You know, right. and like you said, are, are they inviting us into an engagement in some way, you know, that is is interesting and unique? And, and I think, you know, one of the things I love to do is, is be just, you know, I kind of like, I'm just going to be open to that all the time. I don't want to miss it. You know, I don't want to miss it. It doesn't mean that I can't appreciate the wild animals I live around, you know, but I also want to be open to those times that are slightly different, slightly like, hmm, what is this about? Yeah. Oh, I so agree. I, I'm just like that. I mean, I I want to capture each one of those moments and take it in and see a lot of times it's so rewarding for me. It It lifts me up, gives me... They're, maybe they're giving me some energy that I was needing that I didn't even know I needed or just just a path of just taking that moment and enjoying that moment and being being out of the human mind and thinking of all the beauty that's around and just, just living from the heart. And, oh, I love those moments and just being open to seeing those beautiful moments. So that, I think, is just, something that is very, very special when you can open your heart and your eyes and just just enjoy those moments and the sounds. I mean, even the trees rustling, it's just, it's a beautiful sound when you just listen to it. It is, it's just gorgeous. They, they leave, to me, they leave a spiritual message and connection with you also just by their, their being there and their beauty and the noise that they make as the soft breeze whips through them or the winds and so yeah it's just all a real we're all connected and that's what i love so much it's a full circle web for all of us absolutely and i love what you just said about the trees and and the spiritual messages you know the the spiritual beingness of it you know i think about um yeah there's a place where we we walk the dogs and we have some big cottonwood trees and when they're leafed out and especially when we're getting to late summer and the leaves are starting to get just a little drier, you know, before the fall hits and um, the the sound that goes through those trees, it, it does, it stops me in my tracks every time. It causes me to close my eyes and take a deep breath and my heart slows down and then I just feel the energy coming off of these trees and the, the beauty of that, that rhythm. And, I also know that, that that could be easily missed. If I was running by with a headset and, and paying no attention, you know, um, like those are the, I think, I think it's like a choice we make. And and all of those moments are accessible to all of us everywhere in the world, even in a, a loud city with horns honking, you know, that's a wild sound in and of itself. But I mean, in those places, there are still bird sounds and there's still trees with, with wind and there's still the, the sound of wind kind of, um, hitting on the side of buildings even. I've, I've heard some incredible wind songs, like whistles and things, walking down city streets at times where it's like, wow, the wind just kind of moves through these canyons of buildings. You know, I've heard that in downtown Denver, which isn't the world's biggest city by any means, but there's some big buildings down there. And mm-hmm. it just stops me because it's like this musical orchestra happening just with the wind hitting the, the buildings. And so, 
you know, we can we can choose this for ourselves. We don't have to be um, at the mercy of of somebody else telling us how to do it. Or, you know, this can be can be part of the path that we all just decide. Is I'm just gonna let let the the spiritual let the world be my spiritual companion. I'm just gonna I'm gonna just say that right now. This is this is what I want for my life. And then just sort of oh. let those moments of awe just permeate our souls and our hearts. Oh, I so hear you. And like you said, even in the big cities, I mean, there's, they're like you said, through the the wind, through the buildings, or around the buildings, and the sky. I mean, how spiritual to me the sky can be. Sometimes it is just the brightest blue. It is it is just beautiful. And then there's the clouds and the formation of them and everything. To me, they're just they're just bringing it all together and showing up up that high they're delivering a spiritual message to the world too on their part that they play in this full circle web that we all live in and i i just i love to watch the clouds and see the beautiful sky and the sunsets and the sunrises and all of it it is just it is such a connection when you just stop and take a moment and realize what is all around you like that. You know, you're you're mentioning the sky reminds me of my grandfather who who passed away a few years ago. He was 96 when he when he died. Mm-hmm. And near the end of his life, uh, he was living. He was he was a Texan, and he had a living on a ranch in Texas. And I was visiting him, and he was sitting on the back the back deck just watching the sky. And as he aged, there was more and more of that sitting and watching the sky. And he was always a really busy guy, a really just lots of projects going on. And, you know, he was just somebody that I never really pictured watching the sky. And <laughs> towards the end of his life, uh, he was doing that a lot. And I remember sitting out with him one night on the deck. And we weren't we weren't really even talking. We were just looking at the sky. And the beautiful Texas sunset was going on. And it had been raining that afternoon. So there was just all these different clouds. And and we just weren't talking. But there weren't there wasn't really a need for words, you know. Right. And he turned to me and he said, out of the blue, you know, one thing I didn't do enough in my lifetime was watch the sky. Oh. And I'm going to get choked up even telling that story. And I, I remember sitting there thinking, okay, so I am for the rest of my life going to think of him when I watch the sky. And every mm-hmm. now and then, now, you know, the sunset will kick in and I'll be cranking at my computer and I'll see the light shifting through my window and I'll stop and go, oh, I need to go out and watch the sky. You know, that was one of the things he had said he wished he had done more of. And at the end, it was bringing him peace, and I, I think it was bringing him clarity, and it was helping him process his 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 life, which was quite long, yeah. you know, and he'd been through mm-hmm. lots of things in those years, you know, wars and losses, and, I mean, like, he'd been through a lot. Right. And that was his wisdom, was to watch the sky. And I'll think about that for the rest of my life, and I'll think of him and... And yeah, I think it was his. It was a deep spiritual connection for him. I could see it all over him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. That just gave me the chills because it just brought to my mind as he was watching the sky, and when he told you that, now when you see the sunsets or look up in the sky, it's still that spiritual connection to him. Is how I fit, would look at it too. That because it's bringing you the memories of your grandfather. And the sky reminds you of him and the clouds and the sunsets and sunrises. It's it's a spiritual connection not only to that, 
but to me it's a spiritual connection to him also. Do you feel that when you look into the sky and see the clouds? Oh, my gosh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and and I also see, you know, very selfishly how this is helping my life because many times since he has passed away, this has caused me to stop and slow down. Mm-hmm. Many, many times. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, to honor him, to honor the sky. And it's just like this beautiful reminder and and for my own spiritual path, one of the challenges I face is not always slowing down enough. You know, that is yeah. that is a thing I have to be very conscious about. And <laughs> this has been a, a profoundly um, important spiritual teaching for me. And it will continue to be that, I'm sure, because I, I really do, I get rolling sometimes, you know, and, and I have to, I need reminders to say, Deb, why don't you slow down and take a few breaths, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> watch the sky. <laughs> Yeah, watch the sky. Oh, that's beautiful. And I, in my the way I feel, he knew that. He knew that that would be a connection that would bring you some peace to slow down. And that was his way of being with you, connected with you all the time in a spiritual way by what he said and having you think about all that and the meaning of what it means to slow down and just, just look at the sky. It's oh, that is just beautiful, Deb. I love that story. We could we could go into a whole nother topic about how our loved ones, be they human or be they animals, how they we're spiritually connected to them even when they have crossed over. It's oh, just yeah. it's just beautiful. And to me that is that was a sign of how your grandfather left his connection totally with you and He's always there with you as wherever you are, but when you especially when you're looking up into the sky and thinking, I need to take a break here and just slow down a little bit and go look at the sky and the clouds. So oh yeah. that that's just beautiful. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I love that yeah. idea for a further discussion about the because I think that that's where the spiritual companionship isn't isn't just finite to our time on the earth. I think that that's a really good point you just brought up. Oh, well, thank you. Well, Deb, we we will have to continue this topic because I would love to go into that part of it also because for me there's a whole other side too when they cross of the spiritual companionship that we stay connected with them with, and I love that too. So we will definitely have to do another one on this. This this. The time has gone so quickly, which I knew it would just fly by. I knew we wouldn't get all the topics uh, addressed in spiritual companionship. So we will definitely do part two on this one. (laughs) Excellent. I would love to. Oh, awesome. Well, before we close this show, would you please tell our listeners how is the best way to connect with you? You talked about your retreat in the beginning and how they can connect to learn more about the retreat, and when they hear this, they say, I want to connect with Deb and and just chat with her on some different things. So what are some of the best ways to connect with you, Deb? Yeah, everyone is welcome to go to my website, which is wild-rhythms.com. And from there, I've got, um, you can link to all of my social media and also my newsletter. And I send out about three to four roughly newsletters a month and just with latest blogs and videos and upcoming events and all those sorts of things. Um, 
I've also got a Facebook group called Sacred Connection, Earth, Animals, and Spirit. And if folks are on Facebook and interested in that, I'm very welcome to seek that out and join the group. We, we share lots of lovely articles and inspiring inspiring things, hopefully, to keep people focused on, on what is the beauty and the spirit around us. And, and it's it's very much an uplifting content kind of group. So um, I would love to connect with, with listeners in any of those ways. So please feel free to reach out. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much for sharing all that, Debbie. And thanks so much, Deb, for sharing all this valuable information about spiritual companionships. And I'm excited to do part two, and I know our listeners will be too. And I want to wish you a very magical day and enjoy that beautiful Colorado air and scenery that's all around you. (laughs) Thank you. You as well there in Kansas. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Deb. Thank you so much. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing show with our incredible diva, Deb Matlock. Please share the show with all your family and friends. And King for next month when Deb will be back to share more of her knowledge and wisdom with us about the sacred connections with nature and the wild and all of it on how we're all connected. And be sure to check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. Have a magical day. And remember, let the world be that spiritual path for you. Walk walk with all of nature, with the animals, with the sacred earth, with Mother Nature, with everything around you, including the humans also. Just let it all be part of your spiritual companionship with all of it. And with that, remember to be kind to all. Give your animals a great big hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.